Um, I'm here. I think we're here. All right. Uh, fuck. Hopefully, it looks like it's doing better, so we could just fucking just jump into it. I'll cut this portion out. So whenever you whenever you're ready. You want me to start with the intro? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Three, two, one. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is the Philly Blitz Fantasy Podcast going in on week two. How's yes, everybody doing? Two. Yeah, I think everybody had a good week. Uh good week one. Everybody for the most part, I don't know. That was a, it was just an exciting week one in football. Um, I feel like it was a lot of scoring. I feel like a lot of times, uh, sometimes during week one, it's just like weird shit happens. But it was it was good. It was some weird shit definitely happened. But it was just exciting football all day. Like if you watch the red zone, it was just people just just scoring nonstop. So like I said it was entertaining for sure. It was it was absolutely ab- absolutely absolutely wow poor in the graphics wow. It was absolutely very, very – you're going to have to cut that out. It was very, 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 very interesting football. Red zone was absolutely popping. I mean, unfortunately, you know, the Titans game took about uh, 7 and 45 minutes, 7 hours and 45 minutes to actually complete that. Oh, that oh so that could have absolutely hurt cool. somebody's uh, production, <clears throat> Derrick Henry. But we'll get into that very, 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 very soon. Yeah, so, like I said – Demand for this podcast is high. Somehow, somehow, I checked the stats for the uh, podcast. We have 17 listens. So, a couple of people let's probably listen to this a few times. So, I like got 12 it. people on the list. Yeah. So, like I said, demand is high. The people want it. So, the people get it. Amen. 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 And shout out to all our listeners. Y'all keep listening. We'll keep feeding y'all. Of course. So, what do we got on tap today? So, first things first, let's get into the overall overall feeling of week one. Let's do it. Yep. Yep, let's do it. So, so first, yeah, let's let's start off. Let's start off with the uh with the Let me let me, actually let me just lay it out what we're going to talk about today. We're going to uh we're pretty much going to give a recap of last week. And then we're going to talk about um maybe some uh recent controversial trades and then uh after that we're going to give you all some predictions for week two and then i'm going to unveil my commission z power rankings and then finally after that um we're going to bring on a special guest so we'll try to keep this under i don't know what do you think i'm thinking 40 minutes that's what i'm gonna shoot we can we can try we can try commission but you know it's going to be a pretty fiery when you get to a certain segment It'll, yeah, it might get fiery at, at, a, at a point, so we'll see. All right, let's start it off. Um, so, um, let's talk about the biggest surprises and flops. Biggest surprises and First. flops. Yeah. Who do you have? Well, for me, which, I'll do which, which team, down uh, right now. My biggest surprises absolutely has to go to Team Kneecap. Let's just put it out there. As I said in week one, everybody, brother Tate knows exactly what he's doing when he chose Tom Brady. His top scores: Tom Brady, Michael Thomas, and Ravens defense. Now, of course, let's put a quick asterisk next to the Ravens defense. They were going up against the the piss poor Buffalo Bills. We all know Nate Peterman must have some type of blackmail information on that coach Sean because that man 
does not deserve a paycheck from the NFL. No right, more. Yeah, let's talk about Peterman for a second. Let's like, isn't this the Peterman. guy? Was there anybody in our league who played Nate Peterman? Psych. <laughs> he came in and threw four picks last year, and then um, I think he he pretty much did the same thing again in his second start. And then the coach has a nerve to say, uh, "I don't know how he did yet. I got to look at the film to see how he did." This man was like four for seventeen. Like, I think we all know uh, how he did. But anyway, Can that's we all come to the agreement that the Bills are are the new Browns. Like, come on, seriously. Like, what is going on in that organization? They've been good. They haven't been good for the past two decades. Horrible. 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 Next one. You got the next prediction, Co- Commissioner Z. So, you said uh, Tay, right? He uh, overperformed. You know, you know who I really like. Kind of, kind of. Um, you know, I'm just gonna say it. For the team that underperformed the most was my fucking team. They're fucking. Whoa. I felt pretty, I felt pretty good about my team. Wait a and then Are you I, actually talking about yourself in a negative light? Everybody, please pay attention and listen <laughs> up. He doesn't do this often, so when he does, got to take it all in. Yo, my fucking my team, man. I'm I'm just sitting there looking, just waiting for the points to, to pile on, and then I'm just looking, just waiting. I see the yardage. Uh, Piling up, I see. I see. Uh, Alex Collins scores a touchdown, and then I look again. All he scored, all he had was uh, what like six yards and one touchdown, and that was it for the day. And now I look at everybody else in my roster. Dalvin Cook, like, oh, he had a solid game, no touchdowns. I see Cam balling. He had a rushing touchdown. After that, no passing touchdowns. My whole team had fucking like two touchdowns on it. Everybody else just put up yardage and just. It was just uh, overall, just a uh, my team is actually did worse than what it looked. Um, I put up ninety seven points, but that's only because my Rams defense went went off. If you just were to look at the players, it, it wasn't good. It was it wasn't good at all. Okay, so. straight from the horse's mouth. I got one yeah. more small surprise for everybody. Once more, one more small surprise. So before I do this, I got to give a huge shout out to Mister Devonte Cole. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention, but my man was absolutely supposed to lose this week, and he still squeaked by the team saved by the bell, a.k.a. by Marquisius Decimus Meridius, his team leading. He had Demarius Thomas, Devontae Adams, receiving core, both put up 20, excuse me, 30-plus. Sounds like my man is winning out here. And also not to mention, my man got 29.96 uh, per a PR for Phillip Rivers. He only threw one interception. Who knew? Philip Rivers, one interception. He's at least good for two. So I got to give a huge shout out to my man, Hope. Well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, and and the answer to that, I actually think Hope gets a well deserved shout out because um, I don't know how he he came away with the win. It was it was crafty, but um, I mean he he doesn't have Le'Veon Bell, and and you know most people that don't have Le'Veon Bell they have James Conner. He's not in that situation because he was. James Conner was plucked, so he pretty much just lost his number three pick for no for nothing. Wait, McKinnon, real, real, real quick, uh, Commissioner Z, who has uh, James Conner in our league? I'm not exactly sure. I can't find it. Oh, we all we all know. We oh all no, know no, 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 no! Say his name because you got to put some respect on his name. Who uh, who got James Conner? We'll we'll talk about that. We'll oh, talk- oh, okay, 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 we'll the okay, we'll Seymour, okay. Um. We'll talk. He would have had more. If he came away at the W, he would be able to talk more. But instead, we're both sitting here on one. A little salty, so. 
Um, but I mean, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. I know he's a Steelers fan too, so I mean, it's, it only makes sense that he's got Connor. Um, bang bang Seagull. Like I said, Hove, uh, he deserves some credit for being able to put together a roster that can score um, a nice solid amount, given what happened to him. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, let's let's actually move on. Which uh which one player, if you had to pick one player from all the games that you watch, which one player performed shockingly bad? Like just all around poop juice. Bad. Um you know who's just really bad, and maybe the points don't even show it, but man, Deshaun Watson looked looked uh he looked like somebody that only played four games. Um I call I I, I don't want to dig on him too much because I because I kind of caught because uh, I said it last podcast, but man, he was drafted, um, I think, after Aaron Rodgers. So it's like he has high expectations, and it doesn't look, it looks like he's a few weeks away before he recaptures his magic. Um, obviously, he went up against a good defense in the Patriots. Um, you know, Bill Belichick is always going to confuse you, but man, he just looked, he, he looked like a rookie. He looked like a rookie. So um, I, that was surprising. It, it was, it wasn't necessarily surprising to me, but it was um, – I know it was surprising to a lot of people because a lot of people drafted him high. Like, uh, so, that's – yep. What about you? What's Very your pick? Well, my player, I have to – I have. I got to pry at the Ravens a little bit. Their run game has just been the absolute most confusing thing I've ever seen. I mean, Alex, Alex Collins came into the league – excuse me, came into the season with high expectations – and he only finished with 13 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, which was his only sal- salvageable fantasy points, and 55 reception yards. Now, that sounds, excuse me, 13 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, a fumble, and six reception yards. Now, the only thing good about him was that he got a touchdown. But mind you, his backfield, his number two and three, performed way better than him. So I got to give Alex Collins the dummy award. Just not looking good, man. I think he's too much hair, not enough run. <laughs> you know, Alex Collins, um, I'm, you know, obviously he's my player. Um, it's funny that we each chose each other's player. I think we got some beef brewing, but um, Alex Collins, I was, that was a confusing game. Week two would show a lot because um, it was almost, it almost, he fumbled, right? So that's, it, it looked like he came out because of that, but they were up by so much that um, it could also have been, uh, they wanted to, they have a game this Thursday, and they wanted to keep him fresh. So it's, they, it's they want to keep their number one. They wanted to keep their number one running back fresh, who finished the game with 13 yards. He sounds like a Derrick Henry to me, and and you can stuff your beat. It's it's hard. We'll see in week two. We'll see. The, we'll see tomorrow. It's going to be um, Cincinnati versus the Ravens, a good old yeah. rivalry. We'll see if Collins isn't getting used, then obviously he's he's overdrafted. Mm. It's, it's very it's very it's very interesting. These players and picks are very. Very interesting. Well, moving along, moving along. Now, let's go on to a more positive note. Which player just performed out of his mind? Like, my man was just on a whole nother world. Oh, I'm going to start this one, or you want me to take it? Let, let me start this one, because I already know. And I, I actually – it's a tie. I got to mention – but um, Alvin Kamara and, and, Ty, and Tyree Kill, mm. like, they are just both – like special ass players they're so special like Kamara touches the ball like 10 to 15 times a game and puts up like 40 points he's he is every time he touches the ball he's just he is he is electric basically and same with Tyree Kill in a league full of people that just run like four four forties. his speed just pops off the uh the chart just pops off the screen 
So it's just like, man, those those guys, they, they were surprising last year. People thought that maybe they couldn't keep it up, but uh, I don't know. Those two look like the best um the best fantasy uh the fantasy player best fantasy players this year. Hmm, very interesting. It's actually funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this a little different. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually give some love to the defensive side. I gotta give the the best scoring defense, even though they lost. I gotta give it to the Bears. The Bears just signed Khalil Mack for 141 million dollars, and they finished the game 24 points allowed, four sacks, an interception, a fumble recovery, and a defensive touchdown. I mean, say what you want. They're not the Jaguars out here getting high press like their team is incredible, but uh, they almost beat good old Aaron Rodgers. And it's actually funny. The Bears and Aaron Rodgers are actually on the same team. So clap, clap, bravo to Miss Princess Tomato. Clap, clap, bravo. Even though, unfortunately, she did not start the Bears defense. But at the end, the she still got the dub. So clap, clap, bravo. <laughs> um, I feel like I feel like we have to talk about um... – Fitzpatrick. <laughs> we have to talk. No, you better say his name. His name is Fitz Magic until proven otherwise. He is Ryan Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic. He came out looking better than Drew Brees. Like what the? Like what the hell? I mean, he does that every once in a while, but that was probably the best I've seen him. Um, I think that actually says more to the Buccaneers though. Um, when you're surrounded by good weapons, um, you can make an average quarterback look great. Um, so he an average quarterback. I mean, he's had great games for the Jets. He's, he, he, he's had he's had solid games before. So, um, but we we all know there's a reason why he's been on like ten different teams. So he's not no elite. He's no Aaron Rodgers out there. But he may be uh, an expendable part. But I mean, he's looking. His magic never ceases to amaze. And mind you, it's not like Mr. Fitzpatrick is getting any older. I mean, excuse me, getting any younger. That's what I, I think. I really think it, it just shows that Mike Evans and uh, Deshaun Jackson and and uh, and Godwin. I think that's his name. I think they're they're just a good wide receiver core. Some good coaching going on there. And like I said, I can't wait to see what they do against uh, who the Eagles. Right? Yeah, but let's 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 not get it twisted. The Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Buccaneers have not faced a top five defense, and they are going up against a top three defense. So we will see I them. Think- you may have forgotten that the uh the Saints they actually have good defense. Do they really? That's why. Yeah, they do. They had they were a good fantasy uh defense last year. Um, they have good uh good good uh corners. I think they had a great uh I think Lattimore is his name, and then they had a safety last year that was they were led by like oh, two yeah, rookies. They, they used to have a safety who was on the Super Bowl winning team named Malcolm Jenkins, but you know he's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, but no man, the Saints they're actually. That's why it was a surprise because they're not, they're not. Um, I don't know, like the Colts or something like that. Like the Saints supposedly had good defense, and they just got shredded by by, um, by Fitz Magic. So <laughs> Fitz Magic sounds so good. <laughs> That's a great name. What about any anybody else that deserves a shout out? Uh, let me see if I can grab one. I got one more small shout out that I would like to give. I would also like to give a nice little shout out to the bull Darius. Uh, unfortunately, he did not win his matchup, but Darius has some serious promise. The bull Darius, you know, the one who trying, who got next. The bull Darius, he actually has some serious promise on his team. So, although, yeah, he, eh, it, it, it was, it was a rough game for him. It was a, it was a, it was a rough game for him. I mean, listen, it, 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 it just, it didn't, it just didn't go well. It didn't, it didn't go well as a whole. I really believe 
his team is is bound to blow up. I mean, I mean, he's got Patrick Mahomes. Kenyon Drake had an off game. Christian McCaffrey didn't have as many touches as he was projected. Odell Beckham went off of him. Stephon Diggs went off of him. Nelson Aguilar, eh, he was okay. And then, of course, you know, I, I like my, my, my personal favorite on his team, Carrion Johnson. Of course, they should have they should have kept feeding that man. But, of course, you know, they, they went with uh, good old Matt Stafford, good old gunslinger Stafford who throws. He, he was shockingly bad. He was – I forgot about bad. how – Absolutely not. He, he did – he was very characteristic. Matt Stafford is good for 300 – 300 yards, three touchdowns, and at least two two interceptions. Now, the fact that he threw five, eh, we can call that an anomaly. I mean, he made New York Jets defense look like New Jack City, as they call themselves. Hmm. You know, really like your analysis, I got to say. Hey, no problem. No problem. That's what be on point, man. No problem. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Let's, uh, let's, let's move on to this next topic. Are we going to go into the real versus fake? The fake versus real, the money to my, to a monster. <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about um anything that sticks out on the waiver wire for you. Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! I gotta give another shout out to my man Hove, even though Hove, you it's like pulling. T- but uh, Hove, I like I like the uh, the waiver wire pickup. He uh he snagged up uh Philip Lindsay. Very very interesting. Very very interesting. And that's actually going to kind of segment me into my next topic. I don't know. Is he really that real? Yeah. So basically what? We had a lot of, you know, week one, um, week one crazy things happen all the time. Somebody blows up for 20 points and then they, they score like two points a game after that. There's a lot of that. And there's some people that put up like just three points and then they go on to have a great season. Um, so is Lindsey real? I think honestly – Let's people we have to we have to remember Denver Broncos, they're an excellent run team. They always find some way, whether it be a a home a home name, you know, excuse me, a household name or just some no name. They always somehow figure out how to produce a successful run game for the season. It's something about the way the Broncos just run the ball. It's it's just it's just it's always been in their genetic. Their, their NFL genetics. They've always produced a solid runner. So maybe this could be their next diamond in the rough. Maybe Royce Freeman could be an afterthought. Or maybe Devontae Booker could come, you know, come back from the dead because if we look at his game, he was very, 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 very quiet. I was the owner of Devontae Booker and I watched him. He only had a few, he only had a few plays, but nothing, nothing sal- salvageable for fantasy points wise. All the points came from Philip Lindsay. So I'm going to go out and limb and say maybe this guy is real. Excuse me, not maybe. This guy is real. If he keeps doing this, uh, Mr. Freeman is no longer going to be starting. And that could cause a problem for some <clears throat> different owners. But we, we, we shall see. We shall see. So I didn't watch that game. Is is Lindsey a – is he like one of those – like third down, quick. He's a like he's not a he's a he's more so of a, a third third down back as a passing back. He's uh he's actually well known for his passing blocks blocking skills, but uh he make he makes his money he makes his money as as get as getting receptions. That's the best thing about him. He's not he's not like a, a ground and pound, you know, truck like uh Mr. Freeman. And sometimes Devontae Booker shows shows he has he has the wheels, but he's more of a finesse back. He he's definitely the third down back for sure. That first game has 
definitely put him on the map as wrenching some more touches away from Freeman and Booker themselves in that running back committee. I think um I think he'll be a good flex. I don't think he's I don't think he's a game changer, but I think he's he's, a, he's not he's not worthy of having his own starting position, so he's only he's only gonna get the flex. I think he'll be a flex dude. Sounds um, like a real player to me. Like a running back. Solid. It's solid. That's a good that's a good little pick. I don't know if people were expecting more from him. But um no, I think a, a player like that'll be they're usually always flex guys. Um any more uh any more there's there was a lot of waiver there's a lot of waiver wire ads. I mean I look at all these waiver wire ads. Are we and not I feel gonna like, talk about the quarterback movements. I mean somebody I just like added everybody. a quarterback right before Monday's game. Who's that? Well, excuse me, it was after Monday's game. Uh Boogeyman actually added uh Case Keenum and dropped Derek Carr. Oh, good move. Um, I think I think Keenum's going to be a side. All here's the thing. I think all of the I look at all the waiver wire transactions, right? And um, I feel like week one. Uh, sometimes there's like a starter, like a like I feel like sometimes there's like a superstar, like a RB one or something crazy, or a wide receiver one sitting on the waivers after after week one. I feel like I've seen that multiple times. Um, this year I don't see it. Um. I think maybe who might have the case is um, I, I like Chris Godwin, um, especially with the Deshaun injury. I think he could be something. Um, I think Brandon Marshall maybe, um, just given their situation and and uh, uh, what's his name um, Baldwin is is out for a while, so Doug somebody's got to So there's no um, more Paul Richardson. Paul Richardson moved on to to the skins. Doug Baldwin yeah. has a, a possible four to six week injury, and Russell exactly. Wilson is short yeah. a man. Mm-hmm. So Russell Wilson, is, you got to think, right? Russell Wilson is going to probably throw um, like four thousand yards. He's got to throw. He's got to throw to somebody, and it's going to. He's going to find a way to get the ball to somebody. And you can think that person might be Tyler Lockett. Maybe it is. I don't know. Brandon Marshall has a. I mean, Tyler Lockett had a solid game, so he did. He did. So it could be either or. But I'm just looking at strictly waivers. Um, um, those are the only two that pop out. Ebron might be a solid tight end, um, just because. Well, with, a, the re, with the resurgence of Andrew Luck, it seems as though he can actually throw an NFL-caliber football. And maybe you do know the Colts are very famous for running the double tight end formation. They exactly. They pull back yep. and they double tight end. They use one of those guys for either pass blocking or they both or they send them both out on routes. Now, not let's not let's not forget he has plenty of weapons now, and especially you know when Marlon Mack comes back off of his either suspension or injury. Naheem Hines, Naheem Hines and Jordan Wilkins will most likely possibly be afterthoughts. But Andrew Luck is also bringing life into the tight end court. Yes. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the waivers were interesting. I feel like everyone that got picked up, um, everyone that should have gotten picked up did. Um, as far as uh, I don't think anyone crazy was dropped. I feel like, I don't know. Oh yeah, besides Delaney Walker. Oh, rest in peace, man. Uh, uh, he gets hurt every play. I had him last year. He gets hurt every play and then just comes back out. Yeah, and it seems like uh it seems like Delaney Walker has taken on the Jordan Reed disease. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. He's old. He's he's thirty four uh, years old. And this is his, you know, I guess this is his last claim to fame. So he's probably gonna pro- uh pull his froles and come back for one more year. 
and trying to see if he can make it, but uh, it's not looking good for him because I don't know if anybody's been following his injury, but not only does he have an actual knee injury, he actually has some severe ligament damage. Yeah. He has a broken ankle accompanied by uh, severe ligament damage. So he has, he, there's, it's very possible he might not even make preseason of next year. So yeah, it's, I don't it's think it's not looking good for Mr. Walker. He's already, he already thought about retiring, so. Um, <laughs> Sounds like Rocky. Yeah. Better. yeah. Um, anything else? Any Anything else that we should mention from last week? A lot of crazy shit happened, so um, I don't know if there's anything we're missing. Um, I'm sure there is. Oh, I'm but, not sure. I, I, can't, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I feel bad for the person that had Kenyon Drake and Derrick Henry. They were actually some of my uh, biggest sleepers sleepers and they came up entirely short unfortunately not exactly sure why Kenyon drake and well derrick henry just had a very long game and i think that whole delay of game kind of threw off his and threw off his momentum but it seems as though mr lewis Deion lewis was able to just ride that lightning and, and salvage a lot of fantasy points so a lot of people are very questioning whether whether they're going to jump ship they're going to move him or they're going to move him to the flex. He's just not looking like an RB1 like he came into the draft as an RB1. RB2. Yeah. I don't know. It's debatable. Yeah. People say, I mean, before they got Deion Lewis, definitely RB1. Yeah, he might have would have got drafted in the first round, but yeah, RB2. People were aware, were afraid of Lewis, and I think the worst, it was the worst-case scenario for him. Um. But, yeah, that's about that. I mean, a lot of craziness. I mean, the biggest thing that popped out was, like I said, Kamara, Tyree Kill, they're crazy. Drew Brees is, is 39 years old but still is is a, is a monster. I told you from, from podcast one, don't disrespect that man, Drew Brees. He's, he's by far one of the most methodic. He's, he's like our modern-day Drew Brees. Excuse me. He's our wow. He's our modern day Drew Brees. He's our modern day Peyton Manning. Because if you watch and pay attention to how he is, he's just as slow as Peyton Manning. Doesn't really have the wheels, but man, his mechanics are smooth as eggs. <laughs> One more thing, Brady just still looks the same. He looks oh, like he's because Brady doesn't Brady doesn't age, you know. All yeah, that, yeah. Uh, all that extra testosterone and that good old training from his good old his good old P twelve trainer. <laughs> it ain't no stopping, Mister Brady. We don't, we don't talk. We don't talk. Um, Is this interview over, Mr. Brady? This interview's over. No. <laughs> uh, let's let's transfer. Let's talk about um, the last week was crazy. Now let's talk about some of the trades that may have. Uh, I forget the timing of some of these trades. I, for, I actually, you know what? They all happened like Sunday, right? Um, there was like we have three trades so far um, that we're going to talk about. Um, you you can get into the first one. The first one. Um, was that I think we have uh Yeri you and Yeri actually you can call you can say King Tiger and Philly special okay so we got King Tiger. so well the reason why I'm using our real names is because I don't know um who changes I feel like there were some name changes yeah, so it I'm seems like, like there is a lot of name changing in this league seeing as though there's more marks now I wonder why but we'll get into that like I don't even know so um all right Tiger and we got Philly special um so I believe the trade was uh Tate uh, Golden Tate, um, Andrew Luck, and Freeman for AJ Green and Shepard. Um, I thought it was uh, just on paper. It's a obviously um, you did this right, so um, I think it was a very fair trade. Um, I feel like if you were to just look at it from like a Freeman for AJ Green, 
I mean, I don't think many, many people, if you did the draft, I mean, some people may take Freeman first, some people may take AJ Green. So I said, I think it made sense. Um, I think it, it helped Yuri a lot too. Um, he had Yuri's team. Um, I gave him props last week, but um, I looked at it again and was like, yo, his team's just not balanced. So AJ Green gives him an elite wide receiver. Um, so it was a good trade. I think it, I think it made sense on, um, for both sides. Uh, um, Andrew Luck is, is, uh, is nothing to laugh at either, especially considering your, uh, Deshaun Watson, um, potential Deshaun Watson woes. He may not be trash, but he just might have a slow start. And Golden Tate's a good replacement. So I, I give that trade like a, like a nice solid A because it's like a, it's heavy names on each side, but nothing, it just looks like a nice fair trade. Uh, I absolutely agree. And as being as possible, as unbiased as I possibly can, this trade was extremely balanced as though, you know, Philly Special's team was looking for another running back, seeing as though they had Jordan Wilkins and Devontae Booker starting. Right. So the issue was, the issue was to, I guess, in, in their sense, they wanted to look for another R&B, seeing as though, you know, Philly Special actually has history with the Atlanta Falcons running game. This is actually the first year I have not been able to get my hands on Tevin Coleman, but let's let's stay let's stay tuned here. Let's stay tuned here. And besides, AJ Green, it's actually funny if you go back in our history. About three years ago, I had AJ Green, and I and I absolutely traded him as well for an RB. So it's only it's it's only right that I continue these traditions. So if I had to give a grade, I would say this grade for a trade was a strong B plus. Everybody was serviced. No fleece, low level of fleecity, if, uh, if, if that's a good word. And besides, Sterling Shepard also gives King Tiger some much, some much needed added wide receiver depth. So, clap, clap, bravo. I'll take the second yes. one, sir. The next trade was between King Tiger and No Breaded Avengers, aka FZ. The trade was T.Y. Hilton and Isaiah Crowell for Lamar Miller and Greg Kittle. Now, me personally, this was not necessarily a one-sided deal, but T.Y. Hilton is absolutely the superstar in this trade. He has his quarterback back, and he has shown it from one game. So it's almost like you know he went through complete he went through complete hell that first that first uh, well excuse me last season without Andrew Luck he was dealing with uh, Jacoby Brissett. Nah, Jacoby Brissett is okay, but he ain't Andrew Luck. So. I will say that's a solid, that's a very, very solid addition, seeing as though it came from an AD team, which is which is understandable. An AD team is, eh, it is what it is. But he also got Isaiah Crowell. Now, Isaiah Crowell is in a, what we like to call a cluster of RBs. He has to compete with. He had Bilal Powell, Elijah McGuire, who was unfortunately on the ER, um, who's on the IR. Who else is on that? Uh, I think Thomas Rawls is actually their fourth string, but he actually never gets to see the clock. But I think it's very, very possible between Bilal Powell and Isaiah Crowell that Crowell might be able to edge out Bilal Powell because he's just very, very inconsistent. So I do like this. But Lamar Miller, excellent, excellent workhorse. I mean, he gets he gets his touches. He may not always he may not always wow you with the with the biggest yardage, but he somehow he somehow has a nose for touchdowns. 
So I like that. And then also a personal favorite of mine, I actually watched in pre-draft is Greg Kittle. He was actually a top two. It was it was uh Mike Isecki, Greg Kittle, and who was Dallas Golder as the top tight ends to come out the draft. I like Kittle. Kittle's a very explosive, electrifying tight end. So it seems as though he has high he has a high ceiling as soon as Jimmy Garoppolo can kind of get his heads out the Playboy bunnies and get his heads back into the field. So I would give this I would give this overall trade a, a strong beat. Strong beat. Yeah, um, I'll just quickly add. Uh, so you, you like this trade more for Yuri, right? Than, or should I say King Tiger for than uh, the, the no-breaded? Well, I like uh, – yes. I, okay, sorry. I actually didn't say I, – I, I said this trade was weighted. But I do like this trade more so for King Tiger because he also doubled down on the fact that now he not only has A.J. Green, but he has A.J. Green and T.Y. Hilton and Crowell. I mean – He's he he might he might have lost uh he might have lost Devontae Freeman, but he gained he gained a running back. He had to sacrifice with his tight ends. He you know he unfortunately his tight ends. So maybe that become that becomes a new hole or a new pressure a new pressure point for him. But it seems as though overall he has doubled down on gaining receivers more so than his running backs this year. Yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, overall, both trades, right? It's it's um King Tiger moving. Um moving running backs for a while. So I, I think he, he gets roster. He, it helped him create roster balance. Um, um, so I think before he had too many running backs, too many average run, like, uh, like I feel like he had too many like RB teams and now he's got some wide receivers and AJ Green to Hilton. He can still roll out Mixon and, um, and, uh, and Fournette. Yeah. Granted if he's healthy, but um, no, I think it's, it's a solid, solid move for, for, for King Tiger. Um, I, I still think if I were just look at this, trade on paper though i would like it i think i would like this trade more for for um the no breaded avengers though i gotta say um i think i think i think Mil- lamar miller is like the ty hilton of of running backs and <laughs> i feel like they're equal value i feel like but with that i would all I, so they're equal value but i always put more weight um to the running back position if that makes sense because um i feel like you can plug and play wide receivers a little bit easier um but why running backs, it gets to a point where, like, like middle of the year, injuries start happening. Like, it's hard to find a good running back. So, um, and and Kittle, I think Kittle is a top five tight end this year. My hot take. That's your hot take? Y'all heard it yes, here first. Take. Philly Bits Podcast. I actually, Kittle, on paper. Hot take. Top five yeah. tight end. Well, he should be, as seen as though um, Delaney <laughs> Walker's no longer there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if, if uh, you know, if one thing uh, I, I forget that you know you you probably need to see the Avengers line, so I'm not gonna say it. But oh, gee, thanks, thanks everybody. Just just air just air me out. Just air me out. It's fine. That's all right. Get to the next point. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like I said, the trade it is a good trade. Um, I think on paper Dre wins, but um, it just made a lot of sense for roster balance. Um, anyway, um. Nice solid B plus on both sides to me. <sighs> All right, so I gotta take a deep breath because this this trade. Uh, I mean, what we're probably going to drop this podcast Thursday, but as far as recording, this this trade happened um, only a few hours ago. So emotions are still high. Um, Greece was slung in the chat. There's been a lot of. 
a lot of drama. And for those that um, are just listening to the podcast and then um, maybe didn't even see the trade yet, but it was a uh, the league league altering trade. Um, we got Gronk, Kenny Stills, and uh, Royce Freeman for David Johnson, um, Sam Darnold, and Marvin Jones. So, I'm just going to say, obviously, um, Lance, uh, or should I say Philly special, I slung some grease and said you got fleeced. Um, I still stand by it. Um, David Johnson is so talented. I mean, you could say, I think I think if there was somebody that really truly performed week one, it was definitely David Johnson because he didn't get touches. But he still put up 15 points on like 10 touches. So, he's... He's just talented. The, the Cardinals want to get him the ball. They're going to replace Bradford eventually if he's trash for, for that rookie on the bench. I mean, he's going to get his numbers. So I, I think he's always going to be – I think he's going to be a top five running back no matter what. Do you trade a top five running back for um, the number one tight end? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's because I feel like um, – I feel like Gronk is – it used to be a time where Gronk was way better than every tight end. I don't think that is the case anymore. I think the, I think you could, I think the Kelsey, the, the, um, what's his name? Um, Zach Ertz. It only seems like you said you've named two other people. No, I feel like you can stream tight ends nowadays. I feel like that's a popular thing that people do to make up that, that, um, that production. I mean, Gronk, let's not, I'm not shitting on Gronk. He's, he's a good top, 25 player David Johnson just happens to be a top five player in my opinion fantasy wise I think I've, no I think I've said enough um obviously I said a lot in the chat um your responses so far has been um we'll see but I will let you further explain the uh rationale behind the trade because I feel like specifically uh I'm not I'm not gonna do too much shooting but uh you might want to get your bulletproof vest out. So specifically, oh, I, 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 I absolutely not. You're not gonna talk over me. You going you gonna wait. You're not gonna you gonna wait. So specifically, I was uh, offered four different offers. I'm not going. I'm not gonna air nobody out because I, I I hold my anonymity and I also respect the offers. I don't look for any type of policing. I don't look for anybody to tell me that my star player is injury prone because if that's the case, so be it. But one of my offers had two running backs that aren't even top 50. The only person that was actually interesting was a quarterback who happens to scramble and throw touchdowns. But, man, somebody reneged on it, especially when I lost my tight end. But we're not, we not going to get into that. Then I also had another offer. I had another offer, and it was uh, maybe it could have been for an Atlanta Falcons receiver. But uh, it was kind of, you know, it was some, it was some mud around. So, unfortunately, that didn't go through. Now, my process of thought for getting rid of a number one draft pick, according to analytics, you just don't trade a number one running back for a top, top 25 tight end. My point is this. I, I guess no one wants to pay attention to any type of schedules because Mr. Johnson has a very tough schedule ahead of him, seeing as though he has to play top defenses twice a year which is completely fine. Yes, he may have had limited touches, but let's also not forget the Arizona Cardinals just recently got a 
departed offensive coordinator who unfortunately from game one does not get the fact that their best res- their best player has to have more than 20, 20 carries. Let's not forget somebody named Adrian Peterson got 20 plus carries. When's the last time he had 20 plus carries? I think it was about two teams ago on the Minnesota Vikings, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going to try and reach because you know, analytics will say otherwise. So that was my absolute reason. I like Gronk. Gronk has one of the has one of the best quarterbacks throwing it to him. It doesn't matter who he throws it to. Gronk performs day in and day out. Whether he's injured, whether he has a club, I like it. Not saying that David Johnson doesn't do anything of the sort. I'm not going to disrespect a person who was absolutely offensive player of the year in 2016-15, if I'm not mistaken. So absolutely not. It's not throwing shade, but it's also looking at the longevity of this. He has to get he has to get a lot of touches. And right now, I'm in turn mode. You call it call it premature if you want to. At the end of the day, if somebody listen, at the end of the day, yes, T could have, have absolutely won this trade. But he can only win this trade if David Johnson is going to give him 30 points per per game. He's he's going to be missing at least 20 points from Gronk. Gronk is guaranteed to get plays from Tom Brady. That's his favorite target, seeing as though. Who's missing? Mr. Julian Edelman, his other also f- fantastic security blanket. So you call it what you want, call it counting numbers, call it what it is. Gronk is one is hands down one of the best receivers in the league. He somehow scored gets yardage and touchdowns. The man's yak is out of, is is out of control. The man's yak actually is has a better average than most receivers, excluding you know somebody like uh, Odell Beckham, Julio Jones. Actually, I think he actually might have a higher yak than Julio Jones, but that might require some more additional statistics. But at the end of the day, I'll take Gronk. And I've always wanted Royce Freeman. Like I said earlier in the, in the podcast, Royce Freeman may have been beat out by somebody like Philip Lindsay, but let's not get it twisted. They're not about to quit on the running game with him. Absolutely not. So if Philip Lindsay is real, then Royce Freeman is going to want to get more touches and he's going to have to use his actual touches to do more. And then besides, he has Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is actually solid. I mean, he, has Car- he has Carson Wentz. He has Carson Wentz as well. And he also has Marvin Jones. Not really a huge fan of Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is not shaky, but uh, shaky with the burner would I'd absolutely be pointed at uh, Mr. Matt Stafford. So, But somehow Matt Stafford still managed to get how many receptions to Golden Tate? I think about 15. In a PPR league, that looks great. And in our league, that looks looks fantastic to me. So, so with that being said, I'll take it. And Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills is in an absolute black hole. In an absolute black hole, but somehow still manages. Every year he continues to get pooped on. He was pooped on when Jarvis Landry was there. He was pooped on when who was, who was that other running back? Uh, Jay Ajay, who was now on the Super Bowl winning team. Every, but he still somehow managed to get points. So, call it what you want. It is what it is. Trade is done and deal. Stun sealed. Stun and it'll probably be approved um, tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, we'll, leave the only we'll leave that up to Mr. DeBell. Okay. The only thing I'll add on, on your analysis is that um, so far this trade, right, if you were to just cut out, like I feel like Stills and, and Marvin Jones are washed. Um, Darnold, let's not talk about him. Darnold, he looks like a throw-in. Um, Gronk and, and Freeman, right, for David Johnson. This trade isn't so bad for you if Freeman's a top um, 
if he turns into a top like 15 or 20, I don't know, uh, running back. So um, obviously I don't think that's going to happen. You think so? So I think that's the swing. I think he's the, 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 uh, the swinging, uh, I don't know even know how to, how to, how to put it. in this, in this trade. He is, he is he's going to determine whether this trade's good or not because Gronk for David Johnson isn't enough. But if Freeman is really good, then he, I think I think he'll make up for it. Um, but please, um, I, I hope I hope I actually. Um, um, no, say how you really feel, Commissioner. Say that you want me to flop and you don't want you don't want me to win this Sunday. Would be good, but because um, you're in my division, but. Um, um, you know, at the same time, he is his team is really good. So I'm like, I'm like, fuck. But we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. We'll see how it turns out. Um, I mean, see. well, well, commissioner, if you want to talk about how good his team was, how how good did uh Mr. Zeke Elliott do last week? Since you were so um, since you were so in tune with his team, his team is so good. How good did Zeke Elliott do last week? Um, I'm not even going to address it much because um, it's week one. Um, crazy like week one is such a small sample size. It's not it, like you can't really make a lot out of week of one week. Tyreek Hill isn't going to put up as much as I love him. He's not scoring whatever forty, and Kamara's not putting up forty a week. Like you can't can't really say much. So it just it is what it is. Crazy shit happens, man. Well, it seems like the fire seems like the fire has burned out. Has burned out fire the most. Is burned. Um, we are way over. Um, I, told you. I tried. I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you, Commissioner Z, that this was not going to be a podcast where we cut it off at fifty. There's no way. Yeah. No way. That segment alone. Let's give. Let's give the people just more content to listen to. Like we're putting the time in. What's the worst that could happen? They just cut it off. So fuck. <laughs> <laughs> people can listen to it on their way to work. They can listen to it in pieces. But let's give them something to listen to. Um. Like I said, we got two more topics and a and a special guest coming. So, oh, special guest coming! Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's let's um move to the next topic, and I'm just gonna hand this completely to you because no problem, um, no problem. Let's get like it popping. Let's, let's hear your uh, predictions for week two. Let's get it popping. First and foremost, our first matchup is between Mr. Fantasy Champ with the with the new additions versus Mudless Dicks. Now. Let's look at the, let's look at the stats right now. My man has got Tyrod Taylor starting at the Q, Ezekiel Elliott starting at RB one, and at RB two, obviously we know he's going to put David Johnson, and his receiver one is Keelan Allison. Boy, my man sure lifts a lot of weights, but I don't know if he did a lot of leg exercises. So let's see how it goes at the bottom. He's got Allen Robinson, good old Jack Doyle. You know everybody loves Jack Doyle, and I'm I'm not going to say too much about the shit skins. Not really a huge fan of the team, so. Uh, they can kind of kick rocks, but on Mudless Dick's side, Mudless Dicks, this is his team. And uh in a small, in a small sample size, he's got Drew Brees, Jay Ajay, Jordan Howard, A. Brown, always, always dependable. Tyreek Hill, Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Graham gotta show me some more besides that ball hit of his. He's not catching nothing. And A-Rod absolutely went off because you know A-Rod is a bad man. Not trying to swagger Jack Stephen A, but that's the only thing I can really say about my man, A-Rod. Randall Cobb came, showed, performed, gave you points, got out of there. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to have to get his edge to muddle a stick. Although, fantasy champ, 
easily has a better running core, obviously, with Mr. David Johnson and Ezekiel Ellis. So we got to see how that goes. Now, receiving core, Mullen Sticks absolutely has it. He has Antonio Brown, Tyreek Hill. There's no way he's losing that. Both of these players put up 15-15. It's going to be slow. It's going to be slow. On to my next team. I got King Tiger versus the Bull Net. Bull Darius has next. So King Tiger, after his additions, not really sure if he's going to start Leonard Fournette. You got to play that from day to day. Leonard Fournette, according to Doug Marone, he's eh, he's going to be okay. He's going. It's, um, it has been confirmed that he's sitting out all three practices, so his actual status won't be dropped until Sunday. So everybody keep an eye on that. But his starting lineup is Matt Stafford at the Q at the Q. Will be eh, Joe Mixon at the RB one. Not really sure what he else is going to do. He's got Isaiah Crowell and a possible Jamal Williams. Well, we don't know if he's really going to start him. But let's move on to his receivers. He's got A.J. Green, T.Y. Hilton. We all know Luck is back. We all know Andy Dalton loves throwing to A.J. Green. They got that rapport still going. O.J. Howard, eh, seems like a quick pickup. Not really a huge fan of him. He hasn't really had much success with James Winston throwing to him. And he was subpar. Seeing as though everybody else got mad luck. Everybody else got mad luck. But although I'm not going to poof on his little 54 points, that's a 6.4 game. I mean, excuse me, a 5.4 game. So I'm not I'm not going to give him too much shade, not too much shade. But my man's team is very well built. He's got Isaiah Crowell, who had a huge game against the Detroit Lions last week. And he's got good old Harrison Butker, good old Kansas City Chiefs kicker, and the, the Denver Broncos. Now, we all know Bradley Chubb and Von Moore, they're going to be out there doing their thing. So let me quickly run down the ball Darius has next team. He's got Patrick Mahomes, Kenyon Drake, Christian McCaffrey, Odell Beckham, Stephon Diggs. Oh, and by the way, receiver course. This receiving court game and this specific game is going to be absolutely on a 1,000 because it hinges off of if A.J. Green can match Odell Beckham and if T.Y. can match Stephon Diggs. We all know these guys have absolutely 1 to 100 game-changing game capability. So we got to see how this goes. I'm not really feeling the ball Darius has next tight end. He's got Ricky Seals-Jones, uh, tight end from the Arizona Cardinals. Not really feeling their offense. Their offensive coordinator has no idea what he's doing with their weapons. So we got to keep, got to play that from ear to ear. Then holding down the flex, he's got Nelson Aguilar. Now I got to give, I got to give my man a shout out. My man went from a straight bust to an absolute slot diamond. So maybe he can figure something out. And everybody know good old Tricky Nick is going to be starting at the QB one for the Philadelphia Eagles. So we got to see how they go. And in the defensive position, you got the Broncos versus the Redskins. I'm going to have to give the edge to King Tiger. I absolutely can't stand the Redskins defense. They can't hold water. Eh. And Broncos, they just got real, they just got two tough dogs that's just trying to get sacks. So I'm going to have to give that to them. Now, I, it's very, very ironic. They only have King Tiger winning by 93. I mean, excuse me. They only have King Tiger winning by one point. The total points prediction is 93.28 to 92.98. So it'll be dumb close. And actually, actually, that's more, that's a little bit less. It's probably about like a half a point difference. So we'll see how that goes. Moving on. No Breaded Adventures next to kneecap. Good old kneecap and no breaded Avengers. Hey, let's all wish prayers and safety for my man, no breaded Avengers. Of course, he's stuck in Virginia. Hopefully, you know, that storm kind of passes him by, and my man is still able to watch fantasy football and stay safe. Stay safe, good brother. But let's run down his team. He got Kirk Cousins holding down the QB1. Deion Lewis, Melvin Gordon. I mean, running back core is looking pretty good. He's got some, he's got overall lightning. Melvin Gordon has an absolute nose for yardage and touchdowns. And Deion Lewis just knows how to run that rock. 
and hold on to the football. He don't commit turnovers. That's a good thing. Kneecap got good old Teflon Tom Brady. Carlos Hyde holding down the RB1 and Kareem Hunt. I'm going to have to actually give Kareem Hunt the dunce hat award a little bit because Kareem Hunt not showing me enough. He got a superstar in the making quarterback that's just not giving him enough touches. And it's not it's kind of confusing. I wanted to give him the unsung hero award, but he's not performing like he used to. Last time this year, he put up 46 points. First game out the rip, came out the gate, said, Kareem who? I'm Kareem Hunt, baby. But as we moving on, you got no breaded Avengers, but Julio Jones and Larry Fitzgerald holding down the receiving court versus Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas. Now, let's not forget everybody. Michael Thomas is actually showing the league why he doesn't get enough praise. My man came in and set a PR for his fantasy points. So he's he's not playing. It seems like Drew Brees is absolutely on the same page. So he is, he is not playing. Then we got tight end. We got George Kittle versus Evan Ingram. I'm not really sold on Mr. Ingram. He's no Jeremy Shockey, so eh, eh, you can have him. But I, I like George Kittle. He seems like he might do something. And seeing as though Detroit defense can't hold nothing either, he just might get some plays. Then you got Greg Zulian versus Jake Elliott. I'm going to get an edge to my man, Jake Elliott. Uh, Zulian, he's cool, but he ain't really – he hasn't done anything spectacular. Neither has Jake, but – uh, of course, I'm going to just go with the Flying Eagle. And then I forgot, I passed over the flex position. We got Lamar Miller, Houston, James White, Patriots. Everybody know Tom Brady and James White got some very, 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 very decent rapport. So this will be interesting. Then two tough stalwart defenses. You got Jaguars versus Ravens. Uh, I'm going to have to give the Ravens the asterisk because there's no way they're giving. There's no way. There's no way Ravens is going to put up 17 points again. 17 points against a terrible Buffalo Bills. Was that even a real football game we watched? I felt like I watched a trot scrimmage at a high school game. Just not good. Not good, Buffalo Bills. Got to do better. Got to do better. So, overall, the point predictions is they got King, excuse me, they got no breaded Avengers with 112.56, and they got the Bull Darius with a good old, I mean, excuse me, kneecap with 165 points. Now, the difference makers, if you ask me, is going to be the quarterback play. Everybody knows Tom Brady is up against a tough pass defense Jacksonville Jaguars. We all know Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Bouye are going to be trying to ball hawk. But I think Tom Brady got a little something-something for him. I'm not really sold on Captain Kirk. I didn't believe in him in the Redskins. He's okay. He gets the job done. But we'll see if he if he can continue to be a shining star. So I'm going to get an edge. I'm giving the edge to my man, No Breaded Avengers. Moving on. Our next one, we got Saved by the Bell versus Boogeyman. Good old put some respect on my man name. Get him up. Get my man a Kleenex. Wipe that baby's nose. Good old Boogeyman. Boogeyman got Case Keenum, James Conner, Alvin Kamara, Michael Crabtree, Josh Gordon, Jared Cook, AP. AP bust out the gates talking about I'm not old. I still can give you 20-plus touches and, and a dub. Of course, you know, the Redskins are always good for just one win. Then after that, they go back to the shit. They go back to the bumness. And then you got Saved by the Bell, who had a very, 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 very uh, heartbreaking defeat, of course, because he thought he got Saved by the Bell, but unfortunately, his bell got rung. He got Alex Smith, LaShawn McCoy, Saquon Barkley, Robert Woods, who had a very disappointing game, seeing as though Cooper Cup just kind of took all his touches and actually made, made it do what it do. Mike Evans, who had a fantastic fantastic game, of course, you know, sprinkled a little bit of Fitz Magic up on there. He was, yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Then you got Ben Watson. Man, he's on the Saints. 
he didn't really do as well as I thought he was going to do, Ben Watson. He only had four passes for 44 yards. That's not bad for, for good old Ben, but I expect a little bit more out of Ben, especially in Drew in a Drew Brees offense. Then the flex position, you got Rex Burkhead from New England versus AP. I'm going to definitely get an edge to AP because if AP get anything more than 15 touches, I have a feeling he's just going to outscore Rex Burkhead, not unless Rex Burkhead is out here vulture touchdowns from uh, good old Sonny, Sonny Michelle and James White. But I highly doubt that. It seems like the ball is most likely going to be passed in more so than it's going to be running. Then you got the kickers. You got Matt Prater from Detroit and Adam Vinatieri. Well, Matt Prater was very not good. Very, very. He was actually good and terrible. He missed two field goal uh, attempts in his last game against the Jets. He just wasn't. He's looking like his confidence is mad low. You got to get him a doctor. He, he got to do something. Adam Vinatieri, you know, of course, he's going to put up a few points. Good good field goals. No extra big game from him. And then you got the safety defense and just a quick stat check. Saints defense allowed how many points last week? Ooh, it's a deuce, dude. They had 42 points and they had negative four scoring in fantasy. Mm, they, they need a recovery. They need a recovery versus the Chargers. And the Chargers defense, quick, quick, quick number check. Chargers had negative three. So, I mean, I guess it's a negative game. So, they got to see. I'm giving the defensive edge. Nah, I'm going to go with the Chargers. And the point prediction for this team, you got Saved by the Bell with 100.91 versus good old Boogeyman, 104 to 16. I'm going to give my man Boogeyman the edge. So, be sure to get that man a Kleenex, though. Tell him wipe his nose. Moving on. Then we got Princess Tomato versus the Devontae Code. Both of these teams, one and one. Princess is quiet with the magic, but clearly her magic is here. You got Aaron Rodgers versus Phillip Rivers on a Devontae code. Nah, I'm going to get an edge to my man, A-Rod. He's, he's projected to, to score 19 points off, off Bucks. And also, got to give a shout-out to Miss Tomato. She happened to pick up the handcuff for Mr. Uh, for Mr. Fournette. T.J. Yeldon came on the scene and took over like Leonard Fournette who. <laughs> so, Leonard, it'll be T.J. Yeldon versus Blau Powell. Good old Ty Gurley. We all know he good for a touchdown and at least 100 rushing yards versus Tevin Coleman. I like Tevin Coleman a lot. He has he has more of a nose for the end zone than his uh, counterpart, Devontae Freeman. So this could be a possibly interesting matchup. Then you got holding down the receiver core. You got Adam Thielen and good old Juju Smith-Schuster versus Demarius Thomas and Devontae Adams. And let's not forget Devontae Adams, when he got his man A-Rod at the helm, oh, you better step back and watch some magic because it's going to happen. Let's move on to the tight ends. And you got good old Jordan Reed versus Trey Burton. I like Trey Burton when he was on the Eagle, but he's not showing me enough. I mean, he had a nice little paycheck there, but he only caught one pass for 15 yards from good old Mitchell Trubisky. So I, I'm going to need to see a lot more. So I'm going to give the edge Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed actually scored a touchdown. He's actually doing his thing. Then you got good old Chris Godwin. Now everybody know he came to play. My man had three for four. Tar- he caught three of his four targets, 41 yards, and a touchdown in a 48-40 win. Sounds pretty good. It sounds like this man doesn't just want to be a want to be a slot receiver. He wants to be the number two. So, better tell Deshaun Jackson to watch his back. And he's going up against good old old man Pierre Garcon. Everybody know Pierre Garcon got some of the best hands in the league. He's pretty good for at least a good five catches. But I'm gonna need to see some more out of him, especially dealing with that young man Jimmy G. Then you got the kicker Stephen Goltowski versus Brian. Excuse me, Ben McManus on the Denver. If I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna have to give, I'm gonna have to give good old Brandon McManus the edge in the kicker award. 
I like Steven Gatowski, but he's a Patriots and then. And then you got the Bears defense versus the Bengals defense. I'm obviously giving it to the Bears. Khalil Mack, that $140 million man, is absolutely worth it. Vontae's perfect, can't do enough dirty hits to stop everybody. So, unfortunately, it ain't happening. I got to get his edge to Miss Tomato. Sorry, Hove, I gave you two shout-outs, so you should be happy about that. And finally, for the last and finally, we got Go Get Your Wet White Zach versus Go DJ. I don't know who the hell Go DJ is, but I can tell you who Zach is, and Zach will not be a happy man come Monday. So let's do the quick rundown. Quick rundown. Four, Go DJ, he's got Cam Newton, A. Collins, Dalvin Cook, good old DeAndre Hopkins. You know, DeAndre Hopkins' success on, on depends on Deshaun Watson. So we'll see how that goes. Good old Corey Davis. Oh, just a, just a quick injury report. Um, I don't know if anybody knows, but Marcus Mariota is actually going to be clear to go. According to his uh, according to his coach, so that's a good thing for Gordon Davis. At least he'll get some targets. Not necessarily saying he'll perform. Then you got good old Zach Ertz. Can't ever go against Zach Ertz. But Zach Ertz also, he himself got to show me just a tad bit more. My man, you know, was fifty percent on his targets, but he still finished, you know, five five for forty eight. I mean, that's a that's a typical Zach Ertz. But you know, when Zach Ertz gets rolling, he he's he's a dangerous person. You got Chris Carson hold down the helm. Chris Carson was was actually pretty good. He took over the lead. You know, Rashad Penny is actually looking kind of rusty. Can't blame him. I mean, you know, that's what happens when you get when you get an injury and you got to get that cast removed. He's, he's looking a little rusty. So, obviously, you know, Joe with Justin Tucker and Rams defense, Rams defense is actually pretty good. But we got to see how they perform against, uh, I guess, some 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 number one running back. But he's, his total points is 103 even now. Moving on to uh, go get your wet white Zach. That's this this newcomer. He's got Deshaun Watson starting. He's got Devontae Freeman starting at the RB1. He's got Royce Freeman starting at the RB2. Then he's got Golden Tate and Cooper Cup. Now, Golden Tate and Cooper Cup had some phenomenal games, but we also have to see if that sustainability is going to continue to hold. Just recently added, he's got Eric Ebron from good old Colts. We'll see if Ebron can sustain his success, his success as well. And then holding down the flex, he's got Jordan Wilkins. Jordan Wilkins has just secured the uh, Colts' number one running position. Seeing as though Naheem Lyons and uh, Christine can't get their can't get their heads out there behind, and unfortunately, Marlon Mack is currently under the weather, aka suspended, so he won't be back for a little bit. Then you got the kicker, Mason Crosby, and Texans defense. Now it's actually quite funny. Seems though this prediction, this is the second time this prediction has changed. But they have Go DJ winning 103 flat versus Go Get Your Wet White Zach 102.95. Now, if you ask me, it seems like this is going to be an extremely close game. Seems like some last minute adjustments, maybe some movement around may occur on these teams. But as far as I can see, it seems like Mr. Go DJ might have the edge, but I don't think he's going to get the last laugh. And that is my rundown for week two. I think everyone's going to appreciate that rundown. Um, like I said, was some good analysis in there. I feel like you should. I feel like ESPN needs to hire you or something. And, and um, they got my resume. I've been I've been applying to ESPN for a minute. I'm trying to go to big city. Show, show them show them that rundown, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I shared a podcast with them. So hey, man, I'm out. trying. I'm trying. We out here. We out here. Hey, 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 Commissioner Zap, just on a just on a lighter note, 
let's let, let's get into your segment because I don't know about you, but I'm actually pretty excited to hear these power rankings. Seems oh, like yeah. a lot. You gonna about to ruffle a lot of feathers. Oof, man. I, I th- I'm gonna give a disclaimer. Give a disclaimer. Oh, no disclaimer. You better own it, Mr. Goodell. You better own it. I'm not owning it. It's You're gonna, gonna make be some players toe that line here. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I, have, I have no no regrets here, but I will, like I said, give a slight disclaimer. Um, their week one power rankings. Um, so just just I gotta kind of try to weed out all sample size and this week one shenanigans. So that it's hard. This isn't permanent. Um, another thing, um, uh, I'm, these are power rankings. Um, so just because you won doesn't mean you're all and scored the most doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be above someone else that may have lost. So, um, and then finally, um, um, I, I already know that whatever I say, somebody's going to hate it. So, um, you just so better own it, Commiss. Just like I said, it's just like I'm. I'm gonna say somebody that's like, like, I'm gonna say somebody's like number eight or whatever. And I'm like, that's bullshit. So, um, no one's gonna, no one's gonna be happy with. Everyone thinks they're number one, basically. Um, so, but like I said, let's get into it. First, um, Kamish Z power rankings. Um, this is my first stab. It's it's fluid, but this is where I settled in. Um. What I do know for sure is that um, if you were to look at everybody in the league as a whole, everyone drafted. Um, I, I, maybe it's because of the snake, but for the most part, everyone drafted very well. Um, after week one, there seems to be some tiers. So I think there's like a um, – I feel like there's a tier one, tier two, and tier three. Um, there's just some obvious uh, gaps between those tiers and with the quality of players. So I'm going to start my way um, – from the bottom up, number 12 in the third tier. Ah, sorry, Philly special. Um, I'm going to have to give you this this number 12 spot. Um, like I said, we already got into it. Didn't like the trade. Um, but even beyond that, um, your draft – it's only because your draft wasn't wasn't fundamentally sound. The Deshaun Watson uh, pick was very high, and you no longer have the number two, number two overall pick on your team. So it's just – just, your team is leaking value. So, like I said, you're, you're number 12 right now. I will say this, though. You 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 went against me. I, I dropped myself down to number 12. It's only right. Um, and I said, I think we went through your team quite a bit. But, um, like I said, it, it, you, you need Deshaun Watson to turn into the 40-point the scoring machine to really raise yourself um, up from this spot. Because um, every other spot on your team is a little, little shaky. You got Gronk. Um, wide receivers are a little no wide receiver one really no running you got Defonta Freeman I don't know not a high end running back so like I said you need Deshaun Watson to wake up and you need Gronk to carry your team but that's I, that's enough to give considering how well everyone's um, drafted and how balanced everyone's team is uh, it's going to that's going to put you at that 12 spot for now um, so moving on number 11 What's his name right now? I always know him as a uh, team never, team never trade. But right now, Mr. Malk at uh, Daved by the Bell. Um, his team, I, I still, I'm going to put him in this third tier too. Um, but like I said, it's hard. He's got Barkley. Barkley is just going to 
put up some stupid games. He's I already know it. He's going to be a monster in this league. But um, I don't I don't know. After that, it seems like it seems a little shaky. Um, Russell Wilson's always nice to have. Um, Mike Evans looks like he's an elite wide receiver, but man, he's got some big misses on his team. Um, LaShawn McCoy uh, is just is just a big. I think is a big miss. He had red, red flags all over him during draft day. Um, said Bill's offense is, is a complete dumpster fire. Um, it's just, it's just it's like, I feel like he could be a drop candidate by the end of the year. And um, like I said, Amari Cooper, um, that's another, so like I said, he's got two big misses um, on his team. So from, so, so it seems so far. And LaShawn McCoy and then Amari Cooper. Um, Amari Cooper, man, he's had like like I feel like six games maybe where he just scores under like five points. This is crazy. That was that was last year. And this and it just game one, same thing. He puts up like two points. So again, that's 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 the type of things that's gonna get you knocked down. Um not crazy about his bench. Um he's got some okay pieces. Brandon Marshall could be something. Robbie Anderson doesn't look the same um, with Darnold. He only had like one catch. That Rock one catch was for a touchdown. So it was for a touchdown. So, but like I said, that's some. I don't know if you want to rely on that. That's why. That's some. Da- that's a dangerous game to play. It's um, boom or bust, baby. It's the way it is. Yeah, exactly. He's got some. He's got some pieces there. He's got some pieces. Not a terrible team, um, but like I said, a couple of draft misses that really knock him down some to the 11 spot um, just outside of um, the second tier. Um, the second tier is, is large. I just feel like this league has a lot of people that are just like, I don't know, just kind of the same. It was very tough to kind of um, maneuver this, but number 10 in the second tier, um, I'm going to put Justin there, um, AKA as next. His team, uh, I don't think they – he, he lost, um, I believe. Um, his team just doesn't scream star power. Odell looked really good, but um, every team has, seems to have a, a great player. So, I mean, um, that's obviously – Odell, he's a great player, but like I said, it, everyone has a great player, so it doesn't really give him that, that notch over anybody in particular. Um, Christian McCaffrey uh, – I'm concerned a little bit. I feel like he's a high floor guy. I feel like he's going to give you at least um, 12 points a game, but I don't, his usage looked really good, really promising, but um, I don't know. Cam Newton might still have the touchdowns. He's, he's, he's a running back. He's pretty much their goal line running back. So that's the one um, concern there. Um, I don't think the Greg Olson injury is good for McCaffrey um, simply because now teams can really just key in on him even more. They already have shaky wide receivers. So, um, his team really, really depends on what McCaffrey um, is going to do. If McCaffrey can really be that true RB1 or is he more an RB2 flex type of guy? Um, it's really – that's a big question there. Um, outside of that, he's got Ken Drake. Um, somehow is splitting carries with 30, maybe 40-year-old <laughs> uh, Frank Gore. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. Maybe – I think Kenyon Drake has some big games, but he might just have some really – he might be a frustrating player to own because he's probably a guy that just looks like he needs – you should give him 25 carries a game, but he doesn't. So you're frustrated with him. Um, 
Stefan Diggs, another another key difference maker. I think he's going to have a good year. I don't have a ton to say about Diggs other than that if he stays healthy, he's a elite wide receiver. Um, I think Cousins is going to get him the ball, basically. Um, Patrick Mahomes, let's, I, I can talk about him a little bit. He looks like everything that um, – he looks. he's basically a best-case scenario. Um, there's been plenty of QBs that come into the league with just a cannon arm, and that's and then they just flame out. But, man, he just he just looks like he has it. Um, Patrick Mahomes, if I'm saying his name right, he's he's pretty much a Madden um, QB, 99 power, 80-something accuracy, pair him up with a 99 speed wide receiver, and you have just – if I if I played Madden, I would not want to go against the Chiefs because that's just straight cheese. And you see it in, in real life, too. <laughs> just like my goodness. Um, so, yeah, I think he's going to have some monster games, a lot of talent around him. Um, outside of that, this, then after that, his team just gets a little like, blah. Um, Ricky Stills Jones. I don't. I don't think that's a starting tight end. He's got to be. He's got to be more creative there. I think he's got to. He's got to mix and match, at some point. He's got to add another tight end on his roster. He can't rule with Ricky Stills Jones there. Um, Chris Hogan. Um, obviously, his flex. Uh, I mean, that can be. Um, that could also be Aguilar. That could be Cooks. He's got some solid wide receivers. Hogan obviously had a bad game, um, but I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be a little bit. People were looking at Chris Hogan in the draft like he was gonna be like a top ten wide receiver because he's got um, Tom Brady. I don't know. I'm concerned. It looks like they're just gonna go to Gronk in the running game. I don't. Chris Hogan. They can win without Chris Hogan. Basically, they don't. He can. He's gonna have some. He's going to give you donuts, basically. Um, outside of that, like I said, he's got a lot of interchangeable heart. Nothing, no crazy difference makers. I feel like the rest of his team is flux guys. Um, I'm not crazy about Cooks. Um, Aaron Jones might be a huge difference maker for him down the line. So we'll see about that. So let's go on to number nine. I'm saying Hove. Hove, a.k.a. Um, the Devonte code, mm-hmm. um, man, I, I he won last week, but I, I I'm still I, I almost feel like he, he should be even lower, but I I couldn't knock him too down knock him down too far because uh, he got the W. Um, but man, how many weeks is how many times is Philip Rivers going to give you that many points? That carried his team really, and um, man, he better hope uh, he better hope uh, Aaron Rodgers stays healthy. Um, because Devonta Adams, no Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he had a solid year last year, but man, without him, man, uh, like I said, his team just takes a hit. And then outside of that, it just looks like flex guys on his team. Um, but I, I, I kind of think Hove is a good coach, and I think he's going to make it work. Um, he needs Le'Veon Bell to come back, and he needs Mark Ingram to come back. He gets those two players. Um, he's a championship level team. Without them, he's just like man. He's just he's got to hold on for dear life. Um, if the L's start racking up, um, yeah, he's definitely going to make a trade, though. I can see it if, if the L's start racking up. But for now, if he can just squeeze out some wins until his his stars come back or somehow convince um, the boogeyman to give him uh, James Conner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're now you trying to incite different trade offers. Come on. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, I'm saying, man, he's gonna he's gonna have some. And like I said, yeah, you know, feel free to to jump in. 
um, at any time, if you want to add any analysis here, um, Lance, AK Philly special. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, the Vontae code, his team's good. Um, I, I trust, I think Hope is a good GM, but I, I know, I already know that he's probably looking at his team and, and, and just like wiping the sweat off his forehead every time or for that win. And if another win comes this week, he's going to, he's just, he's just praying, just waiting, just waiting until he gets his real difference maker. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's number, what was I? Number nine. Number nine. Um, number eight, like I said, it's, it, it's hard, but I gotta, I gotta put my man King Tiger here. Um, King Tiger overall, his team is looking balanced. I like the way it looks. He's got Fournette. He's got Mixon, AJ Green, Hilton. I feel like that, those four is going to win you a lot of games. Um, Stafford, oh my God, what a dumpster fire! But he's probably not going to continue to be that bad. OG, um, so yeah, like I said, the trades really helped his team. Um, I still got him a little low, six playoff spots. I have him at eight, so that means he would miss the playoffs if if these were true rankings. But um, so yeah, like I said, it's tough, but I do like his team. A.J. Green, I don't know. He sometimes has some bad games. I almost feel like A.J. Green and Hilton's going to have the same points when it's all said and done. Um, if I'm him, um, I feel like he's hanging on by a thread with Fournette. Um, it seems like it's only a matter of time. Like a <laughs> yeah, he's hanging on by a, ha- by a hammy. It's only a matter of time until uh, Fournette gets um, gets hurt again, tweaks his ankle. He doesn't have Yeldon. Um that is a big, big uh, gamble he made by making those trades. His team looks good, but, man, if Fournette gets hurt, his team looks terrible. So Fournette is going to be the engine to his team. It's his best player. Um, outside of those four, um, he's got some good little pieces, nothing that really jumps off the chart for me. Crowell was, is, is a flash-in-the-pan guy. He's not going to uh, put, that, put those points up again. Um, Jamal Williams, I think, is going to lose his job once Aaron Jones comes back. Um, OJ Howard needs to be paired with another tight end, um, which he does. He's Jonu Smith. So his tight end um, situation is just is average. Um, so overall, yeah, I look at his bench. It's got some, it's full of flex guys. Nothing, no high, no high end talent on his bench um, that I see. And um, he's powered by four, four kind of like, Borderline wide receiver one RB, borderline RB one RB two, and Leonard Fournette and Nixon and borderline our our wide receiver one and two and Hilton and Green. So, like I said, he's 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 got he's got a good good uh, foursome there, but not packing the punch that you would need. Um, number seven, I'm putting myself here. Um, I know I lost. Um. But I'm still I'm still putting myself above Hove. But <laughs> my team isn't the best. We, I mean, I'm obviously a little biased because I, I think my team's good. But um, my team just didn't score touchdowns. And if that happens again, if I put if I put up another seventy point game or eighty point game, man, I, I gotta be like number twelve. That means something went really wrong. Um, my team is uh, it doesn't have. I mean, it it really depends on on Hopkins, right? If Hopkins can be can can give me the twenty to thirty points per game like I thought he would, um, if if he if he's suffering from 
from Deshaun Watson, my team just looks a lot different. If if Hawkins isn't that top five wide receiver, it's my team is definitely not doesn't deserve the spot. It sounds I like think the numbers game didn't really work out for you then. I think he is, obviously. Um I think he I think he went up against a Patriot team that was probably triple teaming him because it's Bill Belichick. It's what he does. Uh, outside of that, I think I have good um I'm very similar in with King Tiger and the fact that um I'm powered by like a nice, nice four players and Dalvin Cook, Collins, and and Cam Newton, but I don't have any super. Um, if Hopkins isn't isn't that high end player, then I'm 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 really going to be I'm going to be in trouble. But I think he is. That's why I'm number seven. That's why I'm a little bit above um, King Tiger because I have that 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 I feel like I have more of a difference maker. Um, Cam Newton is a top three QB in my opinion. So got some, got some pieces. We'll see. Um, I got a good tight end in Zach Ertz. He should be a top three. So I got some, I got some, some real difference makers on this team. So, but it's a matter of, uh, they got to live up to their name, man. It's, it's quite simple. And they got to score some touchdowns. Pretty simple there. Well, um, yeah, they just got to score touchdowns, man. My team didn't have any last week. Um, Number six, we're going to put the boogeyman. Um, Get a baby a Kleenex. Yeah. You got got boogeyman over you? I shat on him last last week. Sounds Uh, like you all wait before you get into this ranking. It sounds like you owe Mr. Boogeyman an apology, even though he didn't get the win. But you owe him an apology. So let's not not get it twisted. Um, So... No, he he didn't get the win, but man, I think he's he might have like the, the number like I don't know. It's hard to say, but he's Alvin Kamara. He's a tier two one eighteen. No, no, I'm, I'm still I still all of this is still tier two. Um I still don't put him significantly above uh like the um uh I forget everyone's names, but the tier two started uh at at um the bull Darius has next at number 10. So this is all very, very fluid right now. But I do, like I said, I do think he's got a slight edge over me because Camara is better than anyone that I have on my team um, by far. Um, Marshawn Lynch looks like he's not, he's, he's flashes, shows flashes of himself. Josh Gordon is, um, I don't know. That man has a lot of hype around him, but I think he's going to produce at the end of the day. Travis Kelsey, number two tight, tight end. He's going to put up numbers, even though he had only one point. I mean, overall, he's got some serious, serious difference makers. And let's not forget about man. Uh, for the most, now we're starting to get us to the point where uh, depth. Some of these better teams have depth on them, and his team has it. And Adrian Peterson is a right now looks like a RB one just sitting on his bench. Um, I don't know actually. I'm not looking at his lineup, so maybe he doesn't have him on his bench. But he's, man, he's have, on the flex have, position. He's on the flex. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking at a different app. So he's got, I mean, he's got like a, a crazy trio of running backs. Cause I almost slept on uh, James Conner for a second. <laughs> um, so he's got Kamara Peterson and, and uh, James Conner. Like that is, that is not as monstrous. Obviously wide receivers depends on Josh Gordon, but man, his team um, right now looks really good after week one. Looks like he really hit on some of these sleepers. Um, and Alvin Kamara is just, like I said, that was a great decision to draft him. 
he could have he could have reached there, but he didn't. He took he took the best available player, and um, yeah, he didn't reach on anyone. He could have he could have took Hopkins there, so I give him props there. He he drafted who he was supposed to in round one. Um, finally, uh, we're going to go to actually no, we got two more in tier two. Um, number five um, is Tomatoes. Um, her team is uh, is is good, but it's it's definitely sh- it's one of the it's one of the shallower teams. I'll say that. Um, but man, when you got Todd Gurley, it doesn't really matter sometimes if your uh, team is shallow. Um, she definitely she t- she I think she scored a lot. Um, she obviously knocked off uh, the boogeyman last week. Aaron Rodgers looks fine. He, he came back. Apparently, he had a post game interview where he was high on drugs. Y'all got to watch that. Um, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Y'all gotta watch it. Um, but anyway, Aaron Rodgers, Todd Gurley, it's an amazing duo right there. Um, her wide receivers look good, and Juju and Age and Thielen, top top fifteen wide receivers there. Maybe not our wide receiver ones, but they're going to drop numbers. Jordan Reed looks like the the if he can stay healthy, he'll be great um, as he always is. But it all depends on whether he's healthy. Um. If there's one thing she should be concerned about is Derrick Henry. He looks like uh, he's a flex guy. He looks like somebody that's only going to run the ball on first down, and that's it. Um, and even that's questionable now that Deion Lewis just looks like an overall better running back. So um, I think at some point she's going to have to find a way to get consistent production in that um, RB2 spot, and it might be Matt Breida. So we'll see. Um, that's kind of like the something to keep an eye on there. Um so let's go to number four. I'm going to say kneecap. Um, this team is very, um, it's very. Uh, if, the, if, the, if that's a really good word to use for a fan. Yeah, it's like, it's like you look at it and it's like, eh, I guess he's all right. But then you're like, man, I, I, like it's solid. It's just an overall solid team. No flaws. He's got good defense. I haven't talked about defense and kickers, but he's he's got solid defense, solid kickers. Um, he's got the he's got the not the a good running back situation. He's got the Tom Brady, um, Michael Thomas. I mean, what he he went crazy. I think Michael Thomas might take a might take the leap. Um, it seems like the Saints as a whole was an anomaly last year, and which they just relied on their run game. That might not be the case anymore. Drew Brees still has it, and he's going to go to Michael Thomas whenever he can because Michael Thomas is a fucking beast. Um, Jarvis Landry is going to keep getting 15 targets a game. Um, I don't see him. I don't see this team scoring. Uh, um, like I feel like they, he's got a safe floor. I feel like he's got high usage players. Cream Hunt obviously is a question mark, but I think he'll get going. I think he'll have some good weeks, some bad weeks. Tom Tom Brady is always solid. Um, like I, stated, I feel like he's just got a nice. He's always going to have um, a good amount of points scored. Tay's team is just very solid. It looks like it's going to be consistent. So that's the end of tier two. Everyone that I named um, was – it's a very large from four to ten. I, it's just like it's very, very difficult to figure out who is um, who is really good there. Um, so number three is the start of tier one. I'm going to put my man, Mudless Dix. He's got some rookie luck going. Looks like he did his research, though. I'll tell you that. Um, he's got. He's actually got Drew Brees. He looks like the, the real deal. If he was a still at draft time, he's got um, his running back situation. 
is okay. It's it's um, he's got Jordan Howard and JHI, um, both guys that could really just give you stable production there. Maybe a little uh, TD dependent, but that's fine. They're kind of three down. Um, I don't know. Jai, he might be a three down running back. We'll see. But Antonio Brown, I mean, number one wide receiver. Tyreek Hill, maybe the new number one wide receiver. So he's got he's got that position just locked down. Um, like I said, just overall overall solid team. Um, he should probably he probably shouldn't have two kickers on his team, and he probably shouldn't have two defenses. Those are rookie rookie moves. But he's got Kenny, Kenny Galladay on his bench. Um, so that's uh, that's a nice little piece there. Um, next for number two on the power rankings, I'm going to put um, I don't know what's his name right now. Let's see the no bread at Avengers. This team, I mean, is uh, it's not much, add that asterisk. Yeah, it's not much to say there other than that um, he did some trades that didn't hurt his team. His team. I thought was the number one team come draft day from the auto draft. And he put up the most amount of points. So it pretty much just lived up to expectation. Um, I, I don't know. I still can't figure out how he got the number with all that talent. He still has the, he has the best kicker and the best defense. I, I, I don't understand. I, he's got through power. We, auto like, draft. Yeah. The power to auto draft Lewis, Melvin Gordon. I mean, now Lamar Miller is just like, like what the fuck? Um, just a great, great, great team. Chris Thomas on the bench. My goodness. Um, like I said, not much there. But man, he's made he's made me eat my words and um this number one guy. And his name is the fantasy champ, and it sounds like he's starting to back it up. Um I looked at his team last uh last podcast. I'm like, hmm, actually it's pretty good. And then I looked at, and then he just did the uh, David Johnson trade, and this was like, okay, it's really good now. He's got David Johnson, he's got Zeke, um, he's got Keenan Allen. It's just like, man, it's a very, very, um, I guess it's a top-heavy team, but I, you can always find pieces in the waiver wires. Um, he's got high, very high-end talent. Wentz is going to come back and is going to give him even more, more, uh, more production. Um, if there's anything to worry about, it's his wide receiver spot, but. I believe he got Marvin Jones in the deal, who's who can who can be a solid um, replacement for Doug Baldwin. Um, we'll see about Allen Allen Robinson. I don't know much what to think of him honestly, um, but no, I mean he's like I said, I'm, I don't want to focus too much on his depth because he's got. I mean, if you were to do this draft to, if you were to redo the draft um, or during draft day or whatever, however you want to say it, Zeke was the number four pick, I believe, and David Johnson was the number two, and Keenan Allen was probably like number like 13 or something, 14, 15. So like that's the star power he has on his team. Um, so yeah, we are uh, a little bit over. I think the power rankings took a little bit longer than I thought, but like, man, I, I don't know. Um, that's it. That's it, man. That's the power ranking. That is the power rankings. Yeah, that's the power rankings, man. Uh, it'll get, it'll get better, man. I promise. But for now, um, like I said, if you're not unhappy, if you're unhappy with your ranking, um, go ahead and go win a game, and we can revisit this next week. I can dig it. I can dig it, sir. I I I, I stand pat. I stand. I stand. Uh, not firmly behind you with the whole last place engagement. I mean, I'm just yeah, you know, you're about you know. to lose the last place. I'm a I'm a tier three. 
You want to go in a game? I'll put you up there, man. Nah, you don't have to. Don't, don't adjust me, man. Just know you're going you're going to get beat by number twelve because you are not going to be a happy man come Sunday, Monday. You man. you will, you will be very upset, and then of course you know you still going to have to owe somebody an apology. Talking about that, talking about that hot, that hot. You know, I'm not afraid to to admit I was wrong. I think that's the funniest thing. It's like I say wild shit, and then people are like, "Yeah, I fucking told you that." But I'm like. Yeah, that's that's right. Actually, it's like, it's like, yeah, I'm not fucking. I mean, shit. I don't. I can't read. Hey, don't don't try and soften no blows you about to take. Don't don't do that. You take all these blows. I hope they didn't. I hope they didn't fall asleep during the podcast. I hope. I feel like we gotta say that people need to like break it up because it's like an hour and a half. We're fucking wild. Um, before (laughs) speaking of falling asleep, um, we need to get our um, our guest speaker on this phone so let's get it let's bring them on let's bring on the mudless dicks the good old mudless dicks aka mr rook first time fantasy let's do it all right good old mudless dicks so i gotta ask you as as, as my as my number one rookie of the year right now currently how are yeah. you feeling about fantasy? Is this really taking too much time? I mean, I know how you complain and talk about how it was so much of a, of Ooh, a terrible so commitment. You don't watch no so commitment. How are you? Uh, how how was life for you right now? How you feel? Man, this, this this shit OD, man. I wake up fantasy. I sleep fantasy, man. Niggas <laughs> on the be on the tall thing about their lineups, man. It's too much commitment out here, man. It's too much commitment, man. I got the I'm ignoring my cats, man. They they need some love too, but I can't give it to them though, man. I got this fantasy on my mind. It's it's a lot <laughs> going on right now, man. I'm, I'm looking at this joint right now, and ain't nobody even on my team playing. It don't make no sense. I don't, okay, I don't get it. Yes, that's welcome to the fantasy life. I'm welcome glad you to are. The life. It seems like you're deeply immersed in the fantasy life. I like it. Man, it's it's all good until somebody locked their jaw again, and it's on Sunday, and I'm like, no, I man, I gotta get these fantasy points, man. I can't go to the ER. Right now. <laughs> go to the ER, man. I got I gotta I gotta watch these games, B. They ain't got they ain't got the they ain't got TV in the hospital, man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> got me out here looking like Scream, man. I'm, I'm, I'm rock out though. <laughs> we ain't created Scream, man. Look like I just watched the reruns from the John the Ring, man. I'm just old deed over there in the couch, dead in the living room as our good man. Uh, what is his name? No Bread and Avengers. Shout out to No Bread. I was terrible. I've been terrible so far today. Just like I can't even remember anyone's name. I think my brain's no, just man. right now. <laughs> I'm just like, whose name is this again? I can't fucking remember. <laughs> I'm horrible. I'm probably gonna get called out in the chat. But um, in general, how has uh, I gotta ask? How has um, fantasy just changed how you look at football since? Um, I mean, like I said. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Man, I'm watching games that I would never care about, man. I'm over here watching the fucking uh, Titans and shit. That shit was delayed, though. So oh, God, that game. Man. I got Danny, Danny and Mandola. I'm thinking, he, I'm thinking he's the, he, he about to get all these points, man. That game delayed like four hours. I'm like, what's happening? He only got two points. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible, man. So, um, have you have you looked at Red Zone? Because that is – once you go to Red Zone, you probably won't look at football again. The same man, way. Man, the way my the way my cable set up is, man, we ain't got red zone. <laughs> That's the one thing. That's the one thing I gotta say. You gotta you gotta get this red zone, man. 
I don't know, man. It's actually ten dollars a month, man. I don't know. They Comcast, <laughs> they already get they already get my money left and right, man. I can't I don't know if I can shell out that, man. You know, that that's dipping into my, my monkey money, man. You know, my sour monkeys, man. They come first. <laughs> but I don't know. I might have to uh, might have to get this good old V chip box, man. Try and get this red zone for the Hey time. man, I I I can sh- I can give you a link for uh for a couple of dollars, man. Oh, I'll give you. Oh man, he not even a cable company trying to get the bread <laughs> off. No, man, this, this, this good old <laughs> this good old uh fucking hustler over here trying to get three dollars and shit for a fucking ten dollar cable package, man. That's terrible, <laughs> absolutely terrible, man. I'm just gonna have to get these backdoor links, man. I don't know. I'm gonna have to work through it, but yeah, that fancy definitely changed my uh. <laughs> My uh, point of view on on Sundays watching football, man. I'm waking up in the morning, going to the to the grocery store at like nine o'clock in the morning, man. I'm up there with the old folks. They're looking at me like, "You still up?" I'm like, "Yeah, man. I got this fantasy scratching my neck like a crackhead. I got to get home." Over. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Oh man. So I got a I got a quick question for you, Mudler. So, um, just your what's your overall feel? Different types of ob- observations, feelings. How are you uh, taking in Philadelphia Blitz as a whole? Philadelphia Blitz, man. What is that? Oh, that's the league, right? That's the league. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like damn, that's somebody that's changed their name again? I'm like, there's so many name changes, man. I can't even, I don't even know my own name sometimes, man. <laughs> I don't even know my own name. Oh, but it's, it's definitely a lot of grease in this Philly Blitz, man. This John got more more grease than a, than a Bacon King from Burger King, man. We talking two days old grease, man. That's not even fresh. So much grease here. Oh man! Speaking oh, yeah, of definitely. huh? I said, speaking of grease, do you have any grease to sling right now? Oh man, you know, in particular, man. Let me see who I got. I got this so-called fantasy champ. I'm about to smut real quick, man. It's about to get trashed and bashed real quick, man. But you know, man, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, when he saw those. Points I put up on, you know, King Tiger, aka JC, man. He got words. He had to make these. He had to make these trades, man. I, I'm, I'm not mad at him, man. You know, I'm just a rook, man. You know, I'm over here, you know, popping my fantasy cherry. But you know, I had to show Yeri a couple of things, man. You know, he ain't expect all that, man. Yeah, he definitely got trashed and bashed. But that's my man, though, man. We, we gonna, we gonna get through it, though. You gotta see me, I think, three more times in the division. So, you know, yeah. you got, got to make these trades, man. No, um, I th- I didn't I, we didn't mention it, but um, so I have I have you and um I and uh, obviously fantasy champ in the top uh, as a top three team each of you guys. Um, oh, yeah. I we didn't mention this, but I, I would say obviously you guys um have the game of the week. It should it should be very interesting to see who wins there. Man, let me tell you something, man. No matter who we get, man, he can he can he can get whoever he want, man. He ain't gonna put up these numbers, but. Like I said, the polls don't lie, man. I'm already up in the polls right now. Like you, like Trump, as some people will call him, Trumpito, man. I love polls, man. And they love me. So, you know, I'm out here doing my thing. So, we're going to see. Any other uh, GM you got grease for? Or, uh, any oh, man, that, that no breaded. That, oh, man, man, that no breaded guy, man. He, I can't wait to face him, man. That good old. OG Mudbone type boy, man. Oh man, shots at. Shots at man. No breaded. Oh man. No breaded, man. All he did was all he did was plead the fifth and AD. 
I guess um, he gets no love. AD gets no love. He don't get no love out here. No love in these streets, man. Tell him right now. I don't even know if I play him, man. I'm just going to sting that grease anyway, man. <laughs> that's how that's how far ahead in the league I am. I'm not even worried about this week, man. I'm just worrying about I'm, I'm worrying about two weeks ahead, man. So whenever I play Dre, aka uh, Mr. Breddit, it's going to be it's going to anybody get trashed and bashed, man. Trashed and bashed. He's uh I see you aiming at the top, man. You aiming at the top. You trying to, you you're a tight yourself, so you're trying to take down the other tight. So I can I can respect that. Yeah, man. You know, I'm like I said, man, I'm trying to be this this champion this year, man. You know, I think who won last year? Was it uh uh it was actually team no trade, aka saved by the bell. Team Yes. And oh that, that Mark. Yes, it is. Good old that Mark Kesius Desmus Meridius. You know, man. Shout out, shout out to that Lido wism, man. You know, Lidoism. Hey, team never trade made made it made a point to completely scrub. But let's not forget, team no trade was also an auto draft trade with two waiver wire pickups. So we gotta. We gotta... He was, he was two auto draft team with two waiver pickups. So I, don't, oh, I, I don't know how much respect we can put on um that championship. I gotta wipe this. I gotta wipe this grease off my phone. Man. Whatever. <laughs> gotta wipe. It's got more rings than me. <laughs> gotta wipe all this grease off my phone, man. That was that was some subtle grease, man. That was so very subtle, man. Out here raging. Hey, I can say whatever I want. All he gotta do is say, "Did you win?" That's, <laughs> that's true, man. You know, it's all about that. All about that W. Um, yeah, man. So I gotta ask you, yeah. how are you feel about trading? Speaking of of uh no, um team never trade aka Mark um are you gonna take this stance and, and never trade or are you gonna I mean after week one man we putting up we putting up OJ numbers man undefeated man so I don't know I gotta I gotta rock out out right now man so I may have to follow that Lidoism man you know like they say man rain snow or shine you never catch a Lido outside man so I may have to follow that logic. <laughs> Shout out to all my Lido's out there, man. <laughs> Shout out to the Lido. Shout out to that Lido wizard, man. But yeah, but I'm definitely, you know, like I said, unless I get an offer I can't refuse, you know, then I may I may have to bite, but you know, you know, you gotta gotta go with your gut, man. Yeah, man, I feel you. I, if I were you, I wouldn't. I would. I would wait it out before you trade because trading is a. Uh, um, it's very fun, but you can just trash your team for no reason. When I first started fantasy, like a couple years ago, I I would just trade. You still see it. I trade a lot, but man, when I used to do some trades, I used to just trash my team. I would literally just lose the league because I traded just stupid ass trades without any uh solid logic behind them. So. <laughs> Hey, Commissioner, I really hate to interrupt you right now, but I think we got some breaking news. Sounds as though another trade has been processed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You, you would think this was week six, man. Hey, man. You think you may think it's week six. Sounds like a lot of roster churn. A trade has been accepted? Yeah, it sounds like it. According, according, to, according to my sources, it has been accepted. It says third time. A lot, a lot of fucking breaking on air trade. Let's see what it is. Wow. This shit is real, man. Phil mm. Lindsay for Derrick Henry. Wow. 
Wow, Devontae uh, Cole uh, trades off a waiver wire agent for we just RB2. Talking, we were just talking about how wow. he's going to make a move. I knew it. <laughs> he may made it. Not even he, before the podcast can drop. <laughs> well done. He's going to get Derrick Henry for the cheat. That's what that's what he's thinking. So, mm-hmm. um, Man, I, I don't even know what to think of the trade. Honestly, I'm looking at it. I look. I see a running back that. Um, I see basically a, a one and two down running back being traded for a third down running back. I don't know which is more valuable, honestly. I mean, you know what I see, man. I just see another L in the future, man. That's all I see right now. All these trades, man. That's all I see right now is another L. Just get me one step closer to get this championship on my first year. You know, doing it big. Wow, straight you know. up. We oh, got Butler and he sees all the peasants down there scrambling to fix their teams while he's chilling. You know, at the top. it's only, it's only, I'm like, it's only week two, man. You'd have thought the trade deadline was tomorrow, man. But you know, when you know, when you put up them high numbers, man, you know, everyone starts panicking. You know, I don't, I don't know what to tell people. I'm, they probably wonder, do I wake up each morning? Yes, that's true. I do wake up and I do piss excellence, but you know, it's not for everybody, babe. You gotta live the lifestyles. It ain't for everybody. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me let me let me just stop you there right there, Rook. Let me let me tell you something. You know, everybody does say this may be a small sample size, but you only have one dub. Oh, we all man. got losses, but you only have one dub. Amen. We will revisit this whole pissing excellence. Sounds like you're pissing a lot of OJ right now. Uh, uh not the good OJ. So let's 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 pump the brakes. Let's see what happens. Because you do know this is a long week 15. Long season, baby. It's a long season, baby. So I hope you got your seat, though. You know, and in the, in the words of the great and wise Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you last, baby. So, you know, when the league, when the league started, <laughs> you everybody was first, baby. Don't try that shit every, with me. Everybody try, was try again. Everybody was, oh, no. But, you know, some people ain't oh, oh and one. Some people ain't one and oh. So, you know, Ooh. tomorrow ain't promised, baby. You know, next week I could be I could be one and two. Or in five weeks, I could be one and seven. But you know what? I'm I'm one to know right now, so I'm gonna talk my shit in. Like yeah, you better like live it up. You shit. better live it up. Man. You better live <laughs> it up. Man, I'll, I'll say this though: you, I don't have your win as a fluke win. So I think you're going to be a top team through the league throughout the uh um, year this uh in this league. So I mean, you know, granted some unforeseen injuries or arrests, man, I think we're going to be doing it big. Well, <laughs> key keyword arrest. <laughs> you know. It's, um, I got to ask, do you have a favorite player on your team? Oh, do I have a favorite player on my team, man? I don't know, man. You know, I could go home bias and say my man is job, but, you know, he I don't know what's going on with him. But, you know, can't go wrong with the great Drew Brees, man. You know, over there with that Cajun cooking right now. Y'all saw the game last week. Even though they lost, my man still put up crazy numbers. So I, I forgot he was 30. You know he he the, he the next he the next version of Tom Brady. He just don't kiss his sons, so that's you know he don't kiss his sons on the lips. That's why he's so great. We don't we don't don't shame don't shame go. I think I think this interview is over. <laughs> yeah, this interview is over. It was very. It was a great interview. This is probably gonna be our best interview of the year. No, I'm just just trying to keep it hundred, man. You know, I saw that. Give us final words. Uh, final words, man. I just want to let that so-called fantasy champion boy know, man. No matter what trades happen, baby, still gonna catch this L dog. Oh, taking down another. Like, uh, hey, man, tell him big tree fall hard. Big you know, tree fall hard. Big tree fall hard, baby. But you know, if nobody's there, doesn't make a sound. Who knows? <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
All right, man. This podcast is like two hours. Um, <laughs> we're out of control. Out of control, man. We're giving y'all what y'all want. Listen to break it up. Listen to it. This is our league. This is our um, analysis of the league. How, who, where else can you go and just get catered, um, personalized analysis? You know, up here. So we want everyone to love the podcast because we put effort into it, and we know that y'all gonna love it. Indeed, indeed. You know, like I said, all this stuff is unscripted, off the top of the dome, man. You know, you never know, man. Sometimes you just got to go out every day and live it like it's one day, one day like it's your last, man. I don't even make sense. You know what? We're going to end it on that note, baby. <laughs> Give us some final words, uh, Philly Special. Philly Special. I like I, I like this interview, Mudless Sticks. This was excellent energy. We got to keep this up. I want you to continue slinging that grease and slaying whatever Titans you may come across. I'm, I'm, I'm really digging it. I'm really digging the energy. I'm not too happy. For my own performance, but I think that's really about to change come Sunday. Sunday afternoon, hey. Monday night, I'm looking and feeling excellent. Excellent. Only the short time. Only a short time I'm actually going to cheer for a Patriot because we mm-hmm. all know the Patriots lost to the Super Bowl winning Philadelphia Eagles. Put some respect Indeed. on my name. It seems like this next podcast is going to be a lot, lot of crying and a lot of apologies because somebody is going to be sorry. Man, I I got a lot of arrests happening, man. Might be a lot of charges. Hey, man, you better get your bulletproof vest. My man nah, Ghost man. is about to make it a resurgence. It's cool, man. I got this three-week hot grease in the oven waiting for people, hey, man. man. I got it on go. Hey, man. Hey, let's keep hey, it going. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait till Sunday, and <laughs> I can't wait till week three podcast. This week or... three podcast looking very, very, very good. Mm-hmm. Indeed. 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 All right. That is Philadelphia Blitz signing out. See you next time, people. Peace.